0: Yeah, you wanna come out here? That's a horrible intro song. I'm sorry. Hello, I'm Mitchell Kaminsky, and I am a Paul buyer intro song. Alongside me is Marshall McAluso. How's it going?
1: Welcome to the Dormative Street Podcast. Apart from playing bad songs, we also have bad takes. On sports, we're gonna do a quick rundown, quick episode. Uh, we, we mean NFL, quick too. Some MLB and then a rant by yours truly,
0: Mitchell Kaminsky. That was like our fifth take of that thing too. That we was. could not get the song right. It, it was, but it like was he terrible. has soccer practice. The, the, the whole the thing's the a shit show. It's it,
1: the production on this podcast has seen better days.
0: Hopefully, the content is good. We're actually starting, despite our debauchery in the intro, with a serious topic here. Um, the NBA preseason is going on, as many of you know, and they had some games uh, scheduled in China. So it's like a big deal. Uh, China has obviously a lot of people there, so it's a good spot to expand your business. Yes. But what's also going on there is a lot of protests in Hong Kong due to the atrocities that's uh, uh, with their lack of freedom, I guess you could say. Uh, there's yes. been a lot of human rights violations over there. A lot of them. So the Houston Rockets uh, went over there for their preseason game, yeah. and Daryl Morey, the g- general manager, tweeted that uh, he supports uh, the protesters in Hong Kong. Now, this was a big deal because in China, the Houston Rockets are, uh, as a consensus, like China's favorite team. Uh, They had Yao Ming over there. They got the Chinese Chinese jerseys. Yeah. 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 So this did not go over well with the Chinese government in China as a whole. Um, The Communist Party was very upset. A lot of endorsements were pulled. Um, and the commissioner, Adam Silver, came out and basically said, hey, we support um, Daryl Morey's right to free speech. Uh, you know, we've supported players in the past. Same thing with him. You know, he, he has the right to come out and say what he wants, whether you agree or disagree. Well, China didn't like that one bit at all. Adam Silver was even uh, worried that he would be allowed back into the country when he was in Japan, and this went on, and he was worried he couldn't get back in. So the Lakers and Nets were over there for their preseason games. All the players' events were getting canceled. They had a very tense meeting between the Nets, the Lakers, and Adam Silver in the room um, where he was addressing the problem and the situation at hand. And uh, essentially after all this, the players opened for press conference, and they they asked uh, one of the players, LeBron James, what he thought about the whole situation And basically what he said Was he didn't think Daryl Morey was very informed On the situation at hand And it affects a lot of uh, It affected a lot of people Outside uh, the NBA And he didn't realize how many people that was harming Now I am appalled By LeBron James here in this instance You had a week to prepare a statement LeBron James is a smart guy Don't get me wrong he has a business empire. He produces a ton of shows. He got a bill signed on his show, a historic bill that's going to change the NCAA forever, and that pay to uh, pay to play for pay uh, pay for play act. Yeah. He's not. He's not. He's been on political campaigns. Very outspoken. But that is the response you come up with. You're going to say Daryl Morey was not informed on the situation about human rights. First off, let's dissect this. in The uh, fact I think Daryl Morey was plenty informed. He went to an Ivy League school. You graduated high school, so don't talk to him about inform. I think he's well informed of the situation at hand. Second of all, and that's not to say LeBron's not smart, like I was saying. you had a week to prepare for this thing. But you're going to be upset about people telling you to shut up and dribble. You're going to support Kaepernick for his right to free speech, for kneeling for the national anthem, when that, too, could have caused the NFL, cost the NFL a lot of money. When you went out and supported Hillary, that could have cost your shoe brand lots of money because Republicans, like Michael Jordan said, they buy shoes, too. Oh, you, didn't, you didn't care about that. that are ruffling some feathers. But all of a sudden, now that China gets upset and it's going to affect your bottom line, now all of a sudden, okay, well, maybe we should be a little more informed and watch what we say. That is the most hypocritical thing I have ever heard. And it's a shame. Letting the government, the Chinese government, censor you like that. It's a joke because it's going to affect your bottom line. If you're going to be doing all these off-the-court advocating things, which I'm fine for, and I support a lot of his causes. I think he got a good cause, and the Kaepernick thing I think was a just cause. I'm all for his campaigning and more than an athlete. Don't let him tell you to shut up and dribble. But you're going to tell Daryl Morey the the same thing? Oh, well, you know, you're right for free speech doesn't matter because it's going to affect my profits and the NBA's bottom line. Give me a break, man. You had a week to prepare something there, and that's what you come up with? That sounded very... Uh, yeah, it wishy sounded washy. very uniform Yeah, wishy washy, forced. Yeah, it was. But it was bad. I don't know how he meant it, or after the fact, or that's how I wanted to come across. But it doesn't come across very good. There's a reason Barstool is printing shirts with you and the Chinese Communist logo on it. Yeah, doesn't sound like you support the right to free speech. Sounds very hypocritical.
1: One thing I'm gonna say, and this is a tough situation because I agree with you in a lot of aspects, but I also think that the position that these NBA players are being put into is extremely unfair for them. Because, like, if you look at, if you look at like, the CNN, the Fox, and you, I think if those of you listening, Mitch, I think you can, you can pick, you can envision the group of people I'm describing that they, they have waited, waited patiently. Because LeBron, his past, when it comes to just being, like, an upstanding figure, is pretty good. He's got his school. Oh, he's pretty safe. spotless. Yeah. yeah, spotless. And there's a lot of people who have been waiting just lurking for him to have that one mess up, and then they're going to pounce. I think a lot of people did that. I think it's unfair to say, you know, with, uh, with the Kaepernick stuff, it's a lot of these guys are talking about United States politics that, like, directly affect them. Affect them, Like, as a black man with LeBron James, of course he had a stance on Kaepernick. And then, and I think LeBron is a different sentiment because he's been very uh, vocal about a lot of issues. So that's why I can understand, like, hey, like, you've kind of assumed this position as, like, voice of the league, so you kind of have to be a little better than that. But, like, for instance, I mean, the Rockets, like you said, and they had James Harden and also Westbrook on the podium, and CNN reporters started asking them about China. And now the uh, NBA official eventually yanked the mic, actually, and didn't answer him, but the fact that, like, I mean, what, two, three years ago, we had all these, all these people who were like, stick to sports, shut up, like, you're just athletes, we don't care what we have to say, because it doesn't fit my, my view on Kaepernick, or on social justice, or whatever, but then it's like, oh, um, Russell Westbrook, what do you think about the international, like, human rights violations? It's like, why are we asking these guys these questions? Like, I understand, like, in their communities, they should have an impact, but when it comes to, like, foreign policy, it's like, why, why are we even asking? And a lot of people are taking questions, like, why are they even there? It's just, a, and I think a lot of this has can fall in the NBA, just like the money grab. You see a lot of Premier League teams, they do like these, um, these foreign campaigns. Like you'll see, like come to America, go to China, whatever. I think I understand why the NBA is doing this, but like timing is everything, man. Like going to China and trying to sell some jerseys while this whole thing is going on is a bad look for the NBA. And I agree with you. Like I'm not going to stand by what LeBron said. I think if he really wanted to, you know keep up with this track record of calling out injustice. Like, people kept bringing up that tweet where he, like, quoted Martin Luther King, like, mm-hmm. um, is a threat to injustice. just, uh, I don't remember the exact quote, but it was all about, like, justice. Um, and, like, LeBron, if you want to keep up with that, like, obviously you want to have a better answer, but I think, like, especially the fact that, like, a lot of, like, Fox people are coming after LeBron. It's like, like, two years ago, you were telling this dude that, like, he shouldn't open his mouth when it comes to anything, yeah. and I you wanted to answer questions on, like, China. I just think, like, I think this whole debacle could have been avoided if the NBA just st- stuck to the regular scheduled programming. And, yeah, this is like a...
0: This is, I will well, Daryl Morey put this on them, so yeah, I will yeah. give them that. And I will say, for, like, the Rockets thing, where they muted Westbrook and uh, Harden's microphones, like, that's a lose-lose situation. Mm-hmm. You're either going to piss off China some more and lose a lot more money, or you're yeah. going to piss off everyone in America. My problem with LeBron's statement was, like, you, you could have the whole, been able the, to, the week to
1: prepare, I am on your side. Yeah,
0: like, you, you could have come out with something. You didn't even have to come out saying you supported Maury or, like, Hong Kong or whatever. But, yeah. like, to come out and say he was misinformed, and the way it was worded, it came across very hypocritical, and I think people have a right to be upset. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I'm still a big fan of his, yeah. and I think what, all the stuff you mentioned with the school and his track record, um... Back in the states, I think speaks for itself because he he is a pretty like he barely generally speaking, he's a pretty unselfish person. Yeah. Person, the way he plays basketball, for example, he's a pass first player. Yeah. Um, there's all of his community efforts. He got a bill signed on his show that's going to help college athletes. Yeah. That's not going to affect and him. I mean, so. we
1: talk about like we talk about the goat debate a lot. It's not even close when it comes to, like the character like Michael Jordan oh, yeah yeah. And now it's like not the broadest even perfect. close. And I think like I think the 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 like just hate for LeBron, like, just pounds for a lot of people. Because there are a lot that, of people like, who are, like, that your account. Head. like, you should be ashamed of yourself. It's like, look, like, I understand what LeBron has done for his, like, his his community, his area, like, uh, Ohio, uh, like, his environment uh, has been through the roof. And because he, he can't, like, solve something in China, where he has, like, one quote, cool, it was like um, Whitlock, who's on Fox Sports 1, was just bashing him. And there was a lot of, like, political pundits, like, just bashing this guy. And it's like, give me a break. Like, I understand it could have been better, but, like, at the same time, he's a, he's a basketball player for mm-hmm. Los Angeles Lakers, not a politician, doesn't claim to be a politician. He's just trying to look out for his own. And
0: I will say I'm going to give Adam Silver a lot of credit here. Yeah. Because most owners of something after this, they would have been fired. And he stood up for Maury's right to free speech, and generally speaking, with the players in general, he's a very pro-player owner. Yeah, he lets them do a lot of the players' initiatives and stuff. Um, yeah. So I I do give them a lot of credit there. The whole situation though is a mess. Yes. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well,
1: shame. moving on, we're gonna go NFL, and then we're gonna hit the uh, World Series. We're gonna go quick. We're not gonna we're not gonna review the past games uh, because by now you already know what happens. You guys can watch ESPN. But we're gonna preview. Uh, this upcoming week, uh, of course, is Wednesday, so we're going to start with a Thursday night. We're just going to go quick, rapid fire. Chiefs-Broncos in Denver. Chiefs lost two straight. Broncos won two straight. Who you got?
0: Well, imagine if the Chiefs lost a third in a row. Yeah. That'd be crazy. The Broncos, are mean, uh, uh, meanwhile, are coming off one of the boringest NFL games I've ever seen. This is true. Defense does look a lot better. I'm going with the Chiefs, though. Andy Reid, I think, is going to come out with Avengers, but it'll be closer than people think. Yeah. Broncos at home, and if they can pull off this win, I tell you, right now, the Broncos are the worst bad, and like they're the best bad team in yeah. the league because they're really yeah. two missed kicks away right We're having a winning record right now. Yeah. So you know, maybe their luck can turn around at home. But I'm going to go Chiefs. Yeah, with that
1: one. Uh, I'm going to go hot take, ride or die with the Broncos. And normally, like, like you guys were on the show, like last year, especially the Broncos were terrible. Um, and I didn't advocate for them at all uh, The Broncos this week though They have talent And that's the thing is that like You look at a 2-4 and four team You look at their losses uh, It's like, you know A lot of people would underestimate this team I think the Chiefs are smarter than to just like Think it's a, uh, it's a game kind of like what the Cowboys did They're like, oh, like the Jets like they Look at their record, they stink But, you know, you get a team like this at home They can make a marquee win Thursday night Broncos are hot, Chiefs are cold and if you, this is regardless of who's going to win. If you have Phillip Lindsay or Royce Freeman, star him in your fantasy league. Because the Chiefs defense stinks against the run. Broncos are going to stick to it. They're going to win. Next, Packers-Raiders. I'm going with Packers because they're good and the Raiders are not. This is another tough
0: one. Uh, Raiders are a pirate. Packers are a bunch of cheese eaters. Yeah. So the Pirates should win, generally speaking. And they're coming off a bye. Uh, John Gruden, in all seriousness, has done a tremendous job with that offense. I think they're a lot better than people realize. And imagine mm-hmm. if they had Antonio Brown right now. Oh, my uh, Be insane. He's had to deal with a couple injuries on the defensive side of the ball. Packers barely, uh, barely survived coming off an emotional win. I'm actually going to go with the Raiders in that really? one in the upset. Yeah, I will say,
1: because I was talking with this, um, when, when, when the Broncos lost to the Raiders, everyone was like, oh, the Broncos stink, you lost to the Raiders. They don't have Antonio Brown. But, like, you don't have that many tier draft picks without getting talent out of it and it's kind of showing with all the guys they have from bama uh the running back for instance
0: josh jacobs is good yeah josh Jacobs. was a yeah. very good running back there yeah
1: and so i think like they they, they put it together this will be competitive this is a trap game for the packers but i'm still taking the building rams falcons oh my goodness
0: this one is easy the falcons i said we're going to win that division and they stink they have so many injuries on the defensive side. They can't stop a nosebleed. Matt Ryan threw four touchdown passes last week against fantastic. the Cardinals, and they lost the game. They stink.
1: And I think a lot of that's what's coaching. And I Dan think-
0: Quinn is a defensive head coach. Yes. That defense sucks.
1: Yeah. Dan Quinn, if, you look at the, if you're watching the game, which hopefully you didn't because it stunk, if you watch the game, though, they, they played, like, soft man coverage. Which the Cardinals just did a bunch of dink dunk and screen passes down the field. I mean, if you got Kyler Murray who's kind of struggling. You're gonna play some soft man or soft zone. I mean, soft zone, soft zone. You're gonna play soft zone against him? Come on now, that is that's unacceptable. I think the Rams. Around Sean McVay is gonna be able to pick this stinky defensive part. And they
0: just got Jalen Ramsey, who you were talking about this before the show. Yes. just started with Wade Phillips, who you're very familiar with as yeah. a uh, Broncos fan. Yeah, 20, hey, you can say it. You made yeah. A point.
1: Twenty fifteen, what the Broncos did is they had a key to leave, Chris Harris Jr. and Bradley Roby, who at the time was an absolutely fantastic secondary because they played man to man so well that they could. That Wade Phillips could just pressure the heck out of the QB, and he didn't need he didn't need his linebackers dropping that much because they just hey lock up uh, Chris Harris. You got this guy a key. You got this guy lock him down. That's what Jalen Ramsey wants to do. Marcus Peters was fantastic in Kansas City, and is not even remotely close to uh, with, 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 when he's at LA. Keatsley went on the IR. I think this is going to be a big move for them, uh, and I think if they can just like like I don't know if he will play because this kind of midweek.
0: Uh, but he probably I, won't play this game, but like like you said, he's the best man-to-man player in the game, so I do yeah. think it'll help. When I first heard it, I initially thought it was like a move to try and stay relevant because yeah. those draft picks, like, like all those injuries. they do not have to draft like for, what,
1: five years? Yeah, that is. so
0: you're rolling the dice there. But there is talent on that team, and with the man-to-man and Wade Phillips system, if they can just get after the quarterback a little bit, that they, they could, could be I'll interesting. I'll tell you what, though. If you want to pick two teams who are
1: extremely similar, go the Rams and the Bears. Subpar quarterback that is elevated greatly by his offensive-minded coach. Good weapons.
0: I mean, they got Allen Robinson, Cooper Cubs. No, the Rams have a lot better weapons. The That's tight end, Gerald Everett's better. The running backs are, are better. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, the is scheme, better. but they're
1: brought down by their quarterback, but they're brought up by their coach. Running game without Todd Gurley... Uh, and then David Montgomery is okay, could be better. Offensive line not great. Defense fantastic. Those two teams are very similar.
0: Rams defense isn't really fantastic though.
1: I think they're good. I think they they're, they're all right. Wade Phillips one of the best. He
0: defensive is. He is. But the, the
1: personnel, I don't think. But yeah, I could I could see. It. I mean, you got you got you got, your, you got your premier pass rusher. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Redskins 49ers. 49ers Redskins are good. Oh, I said the Redskins. I thought you were talking about the Redskins. No, 49ers are good. 49ers are good. Their defense has been one thing that has been very unprecedentedly
0: very good. And Redskins, so, you know my thoughts on them. If you listen to last week's podcast, I went off on their new coach and the whole way. Jay Gruden should not have been fired. Just to catch you up, yeah. No. I think they mishandled that whole thing. Um, Dwayne Haskins is not the answer. No. And you can tell by the fact no. they haven't. Well, apparently his work ethic is not great in the building. And Jay Gruden didn't want to draft him, but the reason they drafted him was because the owner's son was friends with him in high school. So they're huh. really making the push for Haskins. And that whole thing didn't work out. Bill um, Callahan. He's vouching for his they they should have lost. To Miami, but Miami went for two. Uh, Miami, that was like the perfect loss for them. That was so stupid. Because they played competitively, you you're still in prime spot to get the number one draft pick in two up. o. Two. Um, it was an ideal loss. <laughs> yeah. The 49ers are good though, and this will be this would be an easy one. That defense right. is elite. Yeah. Garoppolo's good. Shanahan's best coach in the NFL right now, behind maybe Belichick. Go Shanahan in the NFC best coach.
1: Texans, Colts, this is toss up. I'm going with the Texans, though. Oh, there
0: is isn't in 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 a bed Is in Indy. Indy's Say, coming Dolphins. off the bye. Um, this one is tough. Texans both of look them, good. It's actually funny. If, if both of them just beat the Chiefs at home. Yeah. If the, So if the Texans can keep uh, the Colts off. Well, yeah, if they can keep them off to Sean Watson and, and uh, let them avoid sacks, uh, they'll win this one. Uh, it's tough. I'll go Texans for this, but that one is a tossup. Yeah, up, like that
1: is a tossup. I, mean, I, I, Sean Watson though. I, I tweeted about, man, Drew Bears fan. Watching Sean and oh Pat God. Mahomes go toe to toe. It's brutal. I mean, I mean that 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 go ahead touchdown, the rushing one, when it was like second and goal on the one, and he just he was squared up with a linebacker and was able to just beat him. That was insane. Watson there is one, one no of the. Watson's the
0: guy I'll be more mad at than Mahomes because yeah. Mahomes coming out of college, like I didn't know be that great I don't think anyone realized yeah. how great he would be but like Watson you could see it was so obvious there yeah. and I, I don't know Uh
1: Vikings Lions Lions at home I'm gonna
0: take them I'll pick these Lions I
1: like the Lions and they got. Well, let's, let's talk about the the, the one game we will talk about, the Lions Packers. What do you think about that? The referee incidents. The Lions
0: got screwed in that they didn't one. They get screwed. The Lions had a big gripe what? over it. I think anything under two minutes should be reviewable instead of this PI bullshit, whatever they're doing. I don't and like and it. The, the
1: PI in that game is stupid. P, the PI, there was one against the Broncos that I'll be totally honest, it should not have gone the Broncos' way. It was a lack of PI. And it was like pretty clear it was PI, they review it, and they didn't change it. And I've seen a lot of times where they don't. The whole thing happened
0: because Saints fans overreacted over that stupid pass interference. Like, yeah, was it a pass interference? Yes. But the Saints still had two opportunities to win that game, and they didn't. So that PI did not decide the game. When the Lions case there, both those penalties decided the game.
1: And the the fact that it was the same thing, same exact situation.
0: It's like, you... No, nah, they got a win-stolen problem. You got it,
1: and I... Yeah, I... That, that, nah. that,
0: yeah. However, Matt Stafford, that was an indictment on Matt Stafford also, yeah. because he came out guns blazing early. You throw a beautiful ball on a flea flicker on the first play of the game, yeah, and cool. the next play you fumble, and you have to settle for a field goal. Like, you fumbled the snap. You don't see yeah. good quarterbacks doing that. Mitch Trubisky has won that division. Case Keenum has won that division. Aaron Rodgers consistently dominates that division... With a lack of a defense, and Matt Stafford, who is as gifted as any quarterback out there, has not once won that division. And that yeah, was a chance yeah. to get a signature win on the road. Mind you, the refs kind of took it from him, but still they, they should have taken advantage yeah. of the opportunities he had early. Mm-hmm. Um I will go lions with that one as well, At but home, it is yeah. close. Yes. Uh Jaguars Bills, I mean who cares? Bangles. The guy or er, yeah,
1: Jaguars Bangles. Jaggs will win. The guy I like the mustache. He's pretty decent. Another one, Cardinals, Giants. Who cares? That's
0: actually an interesting game. I'll take the Cardinals. I mean, I'll I, go Giants. Well, alright. I'll put Long a dollar week. on it. I'm just all right. I'm not, not going to uh, do that. Bills will beat the Dolphins. Woohoo. That will be an p- ugly game. Chargers, Titans. Both these teams have talent, yet they stink. Ryan Tannehill is going to get the start. They don't know which Titans team is going to show up. It's so we gain one week one against the Broncos.
1: statistically their defense is pretty good.
0: They are. Their offense is just like watching someone throw up in slow motion. Marcus Mariota hasn't gotten any better from the rookie year. He really hasn't. That guy, see, this is the comparison I make, and everyone thinks I'm crazy. I think he's like Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. They're both mobile. They both can't really throw the ball downfield. I mean, Marcus Mariota was better in college. I think if you flip the
1: script, if you swap these two guys' situations, the same thing happens to both of them. I you know, Mark Mariota's in the Bears, and he's vouched for despite being pretty below average. And Mr. Trubisky just No, Trubisky didn't play as many
0: games in college, so maybe his ceiling's a little higher. Where Mariota, I think we saw his ceiling in college, and people yeah. had high hopes. And then they got to the NFL, and I think it's similar with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, we saw his ceiling in college, and the further he moved he gets, the more unimpressive he looks. Yeah. That's fair. Let's do it for another day. Uh I'll go like, I don't know. I guess I'll go the Titans. I'm going Chargers, because they need that win. I think they're a little better. And they got Tannehill at quarterback. I don't know. That doesn't yeah. sound very inspiring to me. Ravens, Seahawks. Good game. This is a good game. Seahawks will win.
1: Yes, I concur. Seahawks at
0: home. They're they so win good.
1: They're so good. They are. I do think they have a lot of flaws that are being covered up by Russell Wilson, though. Oh but the Ravens, I don't know, man. I mean, we talk about a lot. Of, we like we like Lamar Jackson. I'm a big Lamar Jackson guy. He and Baker both have 11 picks on the mm-hmm. year.
0: Yep. And one of them stays pocket passing. Great. We were talking about how great it was early. That just turned out to be product of bad teams. Exactly. He does not look like that great of a pocket passer. Once again, I have to eat a shit sandwich on that one. I was wrong. Yeah. I was r- 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 wrong. Well, me maybe- I tell you, my segment last year, I had where Mitch was right and all the things I was right. This year, man, I got a lot of little wrongs on there. Yeah. Really. Yeah. A lot of them. Georgia last week on the podcast. I was talking. Oh, yeah, they're going to be you know, the fourth best team. They're dogs. They get upset by a team with cock in the name.
1: <laughs> well. Terrible. That's terrible. I don't, know, I don't know. Maybe maybe Lamar Jackson will show up for you.
0: He heard us. Maybe. maybe. Come on, Lamar. Uh, Bears-Saints. Saints are going to win. They're better. Yeah. They're a better team. All around. Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think he's that great. Well, the but Bears, I think
1: he's sufficient. Bears
0: got a lot of injuries too. Keem Hicks is injured. That was that was tough. He's coming off jet lag from the bye week came at a perfect time. Yeah, we'll see who's playing quarterback. This one could be close. Their offensive I line hope the Bears is, well. is now. This is a winnable game. This ambles. is a winnable game for the Bears. Yes. Like the Jaguars only lost is it Chase by a Daniels? We don't know yet. Well, Trubisky said he's close to 100. As of right now, it's Chase Daniels. We will see. Is strong show or not throw? It was just the wrong shoulder. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I, now, see, the Bears against the uh, Raiders, Raiders made this mistake last year when they were in London where they came on the Thursday and they looked sluggish and they were really tired because they hadn't adjusted yet. But this year the Raiders came the week before yeah, so they could all get adjusted and they were great. But the Bears came on the Thursday like the Raiders did the year before and they came out sluggish and looking tired. So yeah. this is a winnable game for the Bears. But I'm going to go with the Saints. I think yeah. they're they're playing really well right now. We'll see. It'd be a good one um, for the Bears though to get back on track. Yeah,
1: I will say though this is that's going to be like a, whoever wins that it's going to be like 14 to 10 because I don't think the it's offense is going to be very going to be, be able to move the ball much. Uh, Sunday night is the most intriguing yet mediocre game possible. Eagles Cowboys, mm. and both of these teams desperately need to win this game because they're both I might both 3 and 3 mm-hmm. both floundering. I mean, the Giants, division. Giants are in that division right now. Yeah. And that should not happened yeah. the amount of talent that it was with 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 both these teams. I mean, the Eagles I feel bad for Carson Wentz. he's he's a great quarterback, but his supporting cast has just really optioned up. He did make mistakes against the Minnesota. So I'm not going to let him off the hook. Well, their
0: pass defense is bad.
1: Yeah. The their secondary was Horror.
0: That was the one thing I was very proud of last week. Everyone was asking me who would pick up in fantasy uh waiver wire, and I kept saying Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is going to have a big week against yeah. that defense, and he did, number one Raiders quarterback. My boy, fantasy, Stephon so. Diggs,
1: got me some fantasy points. That was a
0: yeah. big time. Um, I'll go. That one is tough.
1: But the, the Cowboys also, they kind of just look
0: <laughs> meh.
1: Like, they have talent, so they're better. Well, they should be better. We didn't see that last week, but they should be better than the bad teams. Yeah. But when it comes against, like, that spark, where they get above the, you know, like, up, up around the corner against the good teams. Right. We haven't really seen it yet, And
0: we don't know if Amari Cooper's going to be playing this game. He was injured last week. So we'll go – I'm going to go Eagles in this one. It's going to be – that's going to be another game. team. I'm also going to go the Eagles. I, I,
1: I like their offense a lot better. But, like, we see the names, but the production hasn't been there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Jordan Howard, who was great last year. You know, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Ertz. I mean, ugh. This, this, both it these be teams better should be than so than much when the better. Shows. Yeah. better. Yeah. And then Monday night, Patriots, Jets. How will the Patriots survive against these elite AFC? Uh, I, okay, you know what? I'm going to surprise you here.
0: What's the spread on this game? Do we know? I don't know if Google shows that. Point spread. Oh, they don't. I'll look it up. You talk I think it up. the Jets, I can make a case for them winning this game. Number one. The Patriots are really banged up. Tom Brady has no one to throw to. They had to bring back Benjamin Watson, who they just cut the week before because they got no tight end. Josh Gordon's injured. The defense is good, but they haven't really played anyone yet. The Jets, there's only two weeks of tape on Sam it's Darnold. New England
1: minus 10.
0: The Jets are going to cover that spread. There you go. They Patriots will a- win. The Jets will cover the 10-point spread. That will be my lock of the week because I think the Jets... They're at home for one. Sam Darnold was out, so they didn't really see the playbook because Adam Gase reportedly he knew Luke Falk is terrible, so he wasn't running any of the plays with them. They looked a lot better against the cow um, against the Cowboys. I think the defense is there; they can they can hold that uh, Patriots offense in checks. The offense really isn't that great. I think they're going to beat the spread. Really? Would not be surprised if they won. I'm picking the Jets to beat the spread. There you go. I haven't even looked at the
1: spread. Well, I put it away. Anyways.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I think the Patriots are going to win. I think
1: Sam Darnold's is going to throw, like, four picks. I, I mean, I guess the Patriots, there's a lot of people who, like, I don't know if it's schematically speaking or something, they, te- they seem to just kind of crap themselves when it comes to the Patriots and their defense. Um, they, you know what? I don't, you know what? I'm going to go against you. I think it's going to be very close, and then something's going to happen in the final minutes. Kind of like we saw the Giants. The game was close. That was close. Yeah, it looks like it wasn't. I think it's exactly what's going to happen. I think it's happened multiple times. The Patriots. Yeah, fair enough. There you have it. Uh, Yeah, LeBron's going to win. That's my lock of the week. That's my hottest lock of the week you've ever heard in your life.
0: LeBron is also not a communist. That's my lock of the week. you know what? Despite his his remarks, he's not a communist. Maybe. He might. We We may never know. We may never know. Because of that professor, who
1: got fired.
0: What a shame. Moving on. We got a couple minutes. I don't know if we can leave the audience on that. We got the Nationals. We have to them. what happened.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh yeah. Cool. One of our professors got fired. We're gonna, we're gonna. He's gonna give us a chance to interview
0: LeBron James. No, he gave, he gave us a chance to interview Brian Windhorst, who interviewed LeBron James. We we're gonna ask Brian Windhorst if LeBron James breast milk, but then the teacher got fired, and then we couldn't interview Brian. It Windhorst. was terrible. Going out of the Nationals. We do a lot more homework. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, the
1: Nationals made the World Series. The Nationals <laughs> made the World
0: Series. Losers. They had a zero point one boring. percent chance of winning the NL pennant the Nationals did on uh, March 25th. Yeah. And look where they are now. You know what, I'm going to so.
1: say it. On behalf of Cubs fans everywhere, I am sorry that we have, that the national audience of America had to witness the St. Louis Cardinals in that series. Because it was terrible. We didn't really get a close game. Even when the, when the score was close, the Cardinals well, the, I, guys, I, Jose Martinez the first two games ball, were pretty good. It was good, but the Cardinals were never in it. Yeah. It was close, and it was always like, well, theoretically, if they get, like, three solo shots, but there was no, I mean, you Sanchez the pitching was and what Strasburg, it's like, there's no way these, this team, they, had, they were selling tickets for, like, eight bucks, they couldn't fill out the stadium, in division series, it was just, or the conference series, my bad. But yeah, I don't know. Good for the Nationals. We, I think a lot of people doubted them. We we're like, hey, you know what? Give I doubted him.
0: them. Their bullpen's yeah. atrocious. They had to use Strasburg in the wild card game because they don't trust their bullpen enough. But you know what? I think now that the starters they got some rest, they're going to be able to line up how they want. They could make an interesting series. You're running out yeah. Scherzer. Hypothetically, let's say the Astros win, which that series is still okay, up in the yeah. air. You never know. But the Astros, they got the good rotation. They're running out Justin Verlander game one. You're still running out Max Scherzer. Yeah. So that's a pretty even matchup. Game two, Garrett Cole, Steven Strasburg, You have a chance with that. Yeah. Zach Granke, and then you got Animal Sanchez, the way he pitched. Yeah. You still got a chance. The fourth game, you can run out Patrick Corbin or throw one of those guys in the bullpen behind him and just do a three man rotation for the World Series. Now that you got some time to rest. Yeah. You know that? And you got Daniel Hudson and Doolittle in the back end <coughs> who've been very reliable. They can put up a fight. Yeah, they are hot right now. Yeah. This what is, they have against is awesome
1: them? It's awesome for DC. Yes. Okay.
0: Now it's going against them with all that rest. They were the hottest team in baseball when yes. they played the Cardinals. The Cardinals ran into like a buzzsaw there. Yeah. Now that you're not playing, you're going to cool off a little bit. Yeah.
1: And I mean, you got I mean, that the MVP of that series was Howie Kendrick. And yep. I don't know if I'm going to I'm going to bank on Howie Kendrick putting up series MVP numbers. I will say one thing about what we've seen this postseason so far is that we can America can finally stop saying that Anthony Rendon is underrated. Oh, he is, he is so one good. of the best third basemen, if not the best third baseman in at least the National League. Uh, no, there are not might have
0: something to say about that. That's but, but he's up there. Yeah, he is because sure I think he
1: was kind of an unknown name that only like the serious baseball fans knew about. Because Nationals is not a big market. You know, like you said, they're kind of stinking it up. Early in the year, I mean, they're like what twelve games behind, below five hundred. But he is so good. Juan Soto is one of the best young players in baseball. Big Juan Soto.
0: Yeah, Adam uh, Eaton. Right, that that roster is not a joke. Yeah, there's a reason they're in the World Series. That team is very
1: good. And I think I think that the fact that they beat the Dodgers. Now the Dodgers have problems on their own. The fact that they beat the Dodgers says like, hey, we can go toe to toe with some star power Mm -hmm. and get it done. Yeah. So we'll be we will definitely have full coverage of that.
0: When it's happening, Yankees Astros on the other Who hand. Who do you got? I had the Astros all the way initially. I'm going to stick with the Astros. Yeah. But um, man, that series has been good. Yeah. yeah, there's been some entertaining games there, especially Game Two. Oh, that was a must win. That set if home, the Astros didn't third, win that, yeah, that
1: was that that. That was tough.
0: DJ LeMahieu, there's an infield single, and they sent LeMahieu home from second base on an infield single, and he got gunned down, and that really changed the game. That was very poor. Carlos Correa hit a home run. Now, you know the last time there was a walk-off home run in the postseason in Houston? Wasn't it Carlos Correa? Or a home run in extras, I should say. Not a walk-off. For Carlos Correa, the last home run in Houston in extra innings in a playoff game was was from Jeff Blum in 2005 in game three of the World Series in the 14th inning. (laughs) There's Whoa. your fun little nugget of the day. Well,
1: with that, I'm gonna take my stolen dining hall cup, go to soccer practice. Thank you for listening. Lock of the week. LeBron's not a communist. The Broncos are gonna beat the Chiefs, start Philip Lindsey, and the Jets are gonna cover the spread. Go Nationals in the World Series. They're gonna beat the they're gonna beat the Yankees. Ooh, hot takes Galore on this episode. You're going, you're
0: going Yankees over? I'm going Nationals over the Yankees. Wow. Hot takes. I'm going Houston in five. Well, that's probably gonna happen. But they gotta get past the Yankees first. They gotta do it first. The concrete jungle awaits. Dude,
1: thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Have a good one.